Uncertain Fate vividly portrays the application of that training in South Vietnam. Above all, it captures that unique element that sets the combat soldier, and particularly the SAS soldier, apart from his countrymen. That mixture of loyalty, selflessness, trust, discipline, and concern for the well-being of your fellow soldier that binds fighting teams at all levels together. For those who know Graham, this is not surprising. Firstly, he experienced at first hand many of the types of incidents that Ashton and his patrol confront, having undertaken two tours of duty in South Vietnam with the 2nd SAS Squadron, initially as a patrol scout, and later commanding his own patrol. Secondly, he was an exceptionally professional yet unemotive soldier, disdainful of false heroics, and utterly reliable in undertaking his responsibilities. Thirdly, Graham is one of those rare people who can penetrate the facades of men, get to the core of a man's character, and recognize the worth he has to offer the team. There are many misperceptions about SAS soldiers. Many of the uninformed see them as Rambos. Nothing could be further from the truth, and Graham Brammer does much to correct the myths, portraying those magnificent young soldiers as I remember them. This is a book about men at war, in the genre of Manning's Her Private's We, Lawson's We Were the Rats, Hungerford's The Ridge in the River, and Forrest's The Last Blue Sea. Although it is a novel, Uncertain Fate could easily represent the memoirs of many of those who served with the SAS in a conflict fought a generation ago. Indeed, most SAS veterans will identify with this book. Many of them will vividly recollect similar experiences to the events, relationships, and anxieties portrayed. I am pleased that Graham has included the activities of the squadron's headquarters, whose members supported us so ably and shared our anxiety when those magnificent air crews of No. 9 RAAF Squadron flew out to rescue a patrol in trouble. Graham captures only too clearly the tension of penetrating an enemy camp or bunker system the dry-mouthed fear that all men experience prior to the firefight, the urgent, sharp yet matter-of-fact and controlled actions once the firing starts, and the incredible luck that some of our patrols and helicopter crews experienced, a luck born out of thorough training, audacity, and a deep-seated concern not to let your mates down. He also captures that remarkable sense of humour of the Australian soldier under stress, as epitomized in Trooper Jim Collier, that disarms the most pretentious of people and lightens a grim situation. I congratulate Graham for capturing the essence of what it was like to be an SAS soldier on operations almost 30 years ago. Uncertain fate will stand alongside the classics written by men and women who have experienced war at first hand. Brigadier Chris Roberts, Canberra. Preface. The events of this book did not occur, but given the right circumstances, they might very well have done so. Any member of special forces, whether they be SAS, Rangers, SEALs or Green Berets, or any Navy, Army or Air Force unit member who served in South Vietnam in support of special forces operations would attest to this. There are no Special Forces tactics per se in this book, 
as I do not believe that such a thing as special forces tactics exists. There are, however, a number of options for each element of special forces operations from which the patrol commander can choose in order to run his patrol effectively. It is not simply a matter of selecting number three from the column of ambush drills and number four from the column of counter-follow-up drills and so on until all the possible options are covered, but it can work a little like that. The selection of options for the commander will often be dictated by the tactical scenario at the time, and the commander who knows of and has practiced the most options with his patrol will have the best chance of success. This is the most widely accepted theory on the success achieved by the Australian Special Air Service Squadrons in South Vietnam, in spite of the large number of follow-up actions taken against their patrols by the Viet Cong. That no two commanders reacted with the same option in the face...